Hey everybody, welcome to the Audience of One podcast, where we live by Colossians 3:23. Whatever you do, do it enthusiastically as something done for the Lord and not for men. Here we talk about life, purpose, and growth, and attempt to practically live our lives focused on pleasing our audience of one, which is God. Enjoy the show and be blessed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Audience of One podcast. So this actually is my fourth time pressing record for this podcast. I said that I wanted today to be really relaxed, really natural, and I just wanted to come on and have a conversation. And then I allowed myself to try to make it super polished and perfect, hence me recording this same intro for the last four times. So anyway, we're going to go with it as is. I want to talk to you all today about creating a calm space. So this is a workshop presentation that I actually delivered this past weekend at a women's summit and the theme was Rooted. It was such an awesome experience being able to pour into the lives of the women who were there. But really what blessed me was being able to connect and network with other like-minded women. And I really felt that God just met me there. There were things and nuggets that I picked up from women who did not know me at all. But I just felt that God just sent them to share bits and pieces of things with me. So I really, really appreciate that. And it was also encouraging because the day before, it was just a really rough day for me. It was rough because I am in the middle of dealing with um, family health issues. That's hard. Thinking about career things, that's hard. You know, personal marriage stuff, you know, just me stuff. And it just felt like everything was just happening all at once. I didn't feel that I wanted to, you know, quote unquote, burden any of my other friends. I know this is bad to think this way, but oftentimes... The quote unquote strong friend is the person who people tend to go to. And I happen to be the strong friend in my groups of friends. And a lot of times we don't really want to bring our stuff into the mix because we know that our other friends have a lot of stuff going on. And um, side note, I had the same exact conversation with one of my friends and hair clients and after that I say you know what I'm going to record this and it's going to be my podcast episode for the week but I think that when you're in a place of being the strong friend is this extra pressure on you to well and the pressure is really from you I think um, because I know there's there's nobody in my life that I would reach out to right now and they would say, 
that I'm burdened, I'm being a burden on them. I know that. However, in the moment, it's hard to remember that and keep that at the forefront. So this is something that I still need to work through. I don't have any advice for you in that area just yet, but I think there's something to it. So oftentimes I just tend to find myself in that space and I don't want to keep doing that. But anyway, I'm just throwing it out there. But I, I'm, I'm saying all of that to say that God really inspired the women that I connected with at this event to really pour into my life in specific areas that I just really needed just some wisdom, some counsel, some wise counsel. And, you know, the word really encourages you to have wise counsel when you are in the midst of decision making and uh, dealing with life. So that was the blessing in that. And um, I think that is just a beautiful thing. And I'm just really grateful to God that he sees me. You know, sometimes we are in the middle of things and we just feel like no one around us is seeing us. And we can also feel like God is not seeing us either. But I'm just so thankful for simple little God nudges like that. Letting me know that God sees me. Okay, I think that's all I had to say with that for now. So hopefully I will be able to stay on track with the presentation that I'm going to talk through. And, you know, I really, in my mind, I said, oh, what would be great is while I'm delivering this um, workshop, I'll record it and then I can just post that immediately to my episode for the week. But of course, I did not remember to record it during the process of me delivering this workshop. So I'm going to just share it with you all here on the podcast. But your girl got a little fancy. And if you would like this podcast presentation to come alive, and you would like to actually follow along or go and check out the actual PowerPoint after you listen to this, you can go to my website and type in uh, moniquetoussay.com backslash freebies and you will be able to see this PowerPoint. Y'all, I was so hyped when I configured this up. But um, yeah, moniquetoussay.com backslash freebies and you will be able to see the PowerPoint that I am reading from. And I just want y'all to go look at it because it's just cute. I think I did a really good job. I made it in Canva. And if you don't know anything about Canva, it is a free software where you can create graphics and a lot of cute designs. And it has just helped me become even more creative um, because the templates are pretty easy to use. They have a lot of photos that you can choose from. And yeah, I just feel like it's helped me step my game up a little bit in the creative area. All right, so let's get started. The reason I wanted to cover um, the material of how to create a calming space is because while I was creating this PowerPoint, I realized that I 
do not have any calming spaces in my house that is a consistent space for me. And also, I do not create space within my life to actually sit and be calm and to relax and to meditate. And this presentation, it was really convicting to me. And as I delivered it to the women over the weekend, a lot of women could relate to the areas where I struggle with this. And it really just further confirmed and communicated to me that I really need to be more intentional about this. All right. So what I'm going to talk about in um, this presentation is a couple things. Mainly what I want to cover is our mindset. And this is something that when you're thinking about creating a um, calming place in space, you and your physical body is often not mentioned. You know, you might when you saw this title, you might think, oh, you know, she's probably about to start talking about getting cute, fuzzy pillows and nice rugs, which sure you can get all of those things. But I think touching on your mindset is a really important Um, Next, we're going to talk about sensory involvement, your physical space, and then your personal commitment. Okay, so how is your thinking? What exactly is going on in your mind? As I just mentioned, it is critical that we think about our mindset when we're coming to the idea of creating a calming space. Because believe it or not, if you have a lot of things going on in your mind, if your mind is really jumbled, really busy, really hectic, it does not matter how serene or relaxing said space might be. If your mind is racing at 100,000 miles per hour, you're going to bring that same energy into the space that you're in and you're not actually going to be able to relax in that space. So to remedy this, I really encourage you all to incorporate a practice of mindfulness and meditation into your lifestyle. And of course, as I mentioned previously, this is an area that I am very weak in. I know the benefits of mindfulness and meditation because As you all know, on the show, I'm a trained social worker, so I've learned about things like this in class, but actually putting it into practice is a whole nother ballgame. So how, how does mindfulness work? How does meditation work? Is this a different religion other than being Christian? Am I wrong doing this? Okay, no. Mindfulness and meditation is simply quieting yourself and really being present in the moment to your body, to positive thoughts, to sounds, to feels, things of that nature. So a simple way that you can incorporate mindfulness is downloading the Insight app. And it is I-N-S-I-G-H-T app. And it is a free app. And... They um, have a variety of mindfulness meditations that you all can choose from. Oh, actually, it's called the Insight Timer. I'm sorry. So 
Sure, you can type in Insight app, but the actual name of the app is called Insight Timer. So I really like that app and I've only tried it a couple times because I am struggling in this area. Well, not actually struggling, but I just have not really been intentional about it. But you can choose from mindfulness activities that are one minute all the way up to like an hour on this app and it's free. And the importance of doing this is it allows you to really take a moment to yourself and just be. As women, we oftentimes just carry the weight and the burden of other people in our life and in our minds. And we're typically the last person on our list to be taken care of. So this practice of mindfulness and meditation is an opportunity for you to choose yourself first or choose yourself in that moment and to allow yourself to release those things that are really burdening you and allowing you to really just be connected and feel grounded. So I really want you all to really think about how can I incorporate just five minutes, just five minutes of mindfulness and meditation into my life maybe once a week or twice a week. Start small. Set a small goal so you can get some wins for a while and then step up into a little bit more rigorous of a schedule. Another thing that you can incorporate into your lifestyle that really helps with the mindset of being calm and relaxed in general is incorporating affirmations. As you all know, every podcast we end with an affirmation, a scripture of the day. And affirmations are very, very important because what you tell yourself, your self-talk is really what you believe and also what you will produce. So if you are telling yourself that you're amazing, that you're enough, that you're worthy of love, that you deserve time, you will produce that and you'll believe that. And I am so big on affirmations because I've seen the transformation in my own life. Am I somebody that reads affirmation every single day? No, because I have not set that as a intentional goal. But I do have affirmations posted around me where I can gaze upon it whenever I um, happen to do so. But Incorporating affirmations is something else that I am going to be more intentional about because that helps me know that I am choosing myself in that moment. I love to write affirmations on my mirror in my bathroom. I, you know, um, you can go to the store and get the um, washable ink or a washable chalk and you can use it on your mirror. That's a great place for affirmations. But also you can save it on your screensaver or you can put it on a little sticky note in your car or your, your desk at work. I have a couple affirmations just posted around in places where it's pretty easy for it to grab my attention. But now I really want to be more intentional and actually looking at those um, affirmations and repeating them out more regularly. So create a couple affirmations. You all can go back to. Um, the pod, some of the previous episodes of the podcast and find those affirmations or create new affirmations. 
Um, another affirmation could be, I work hard. I am deeply loved. I am a queen. I am enough. Those affirmations really go into your mindset and how you're thinking about yourself. So the next piece that you want to consider when you are creating a calming space is how to involve your five senses. And um, on the next slide, I actually have, if life gives you lemons, put them in your diffuser. And it's just a really cute slide. I like that. And I like that little quote that I made up because, yeah, when you're involving your senses, smell is one of your senses. So if life gives you lemons, put them in your diffuser and then you will have a beautifully scented room. (laughs) So I'm going to cover some examples that you all can incorporate in a physical space in your house that involves the five senses. So, of course, ideally, we would love to have an entire house that feels like a calm space, that feels like a spa. However, that might be a bit ambitious and feel overwhelming to try to really restructure and um, recreate your whole living space and the energy that's in that space. So I really want you all to focus on a small area. It could be a corner. It could be a closet. It could be half of a room. It could be a bathroom. It could just whatever space that you feel comfortable creating your calm space, do so. So an example of how you might can create a calming space in your um, living space that you might not have considered is recently, well, a couple months ago, I actually took my daughter's walk-in closet and I restructured it and turned it into an office. Now, this is not anything that I really would have probably thought about had, I, I don't even I don't remember how exactly I was inspired to do that, but I just thought about it one day and I said, you know, she has these little tiny clothes, but she's taking up the biggest closet in the house. I'm going to reclaim my space for me. So now that space is my office, but it also serves as my calming space because I have things in the office that I enjoy. It still is a work in progress, but It's a space that I feel excited to be in and I can read a book in there. I can work on podcast stuff. I can just be in there and it's enjoyable to me. So one of the things that you want to incorporate in your calming space is something soft, something um, that you would like to touch. So that could be a cozy pillow, a nice rug, a throw. Just something that you will feel really excited to touch. Another thing to incorporate is aromatherapy. So you can use a diffuser. You can use candles. You can use anything that you would prefer to smell in your space. Another thing to think about is music. So what kind of music makes you feel good? Now, of course, when you go into a spa, you have the really slow, relaxing sounds, but If you like music that's a little bit more upbeat, you can play music like that in your space. So whatever makes you feel good, 
that's the type of sounds that you want playing in that space. Also, having color, having things or um, pieces that will attract your eyes and really make you feel like, wow, this is really nice. This is a nice space. Now, I am definitely not advocating for you to go to Target and spend $250 recreating a space in your house. But I am saying you should have a couple of things in that space that really make you happy, that really make you feel good about being in that space. And the last thing I want you all to think about having in your calming space is a snack. What? How how horrible does it feel when you get all nice and cozy and you're you're ready in your nice little throw and you start reading your book and then you want a snack because you got hungry while reading the book and then you have to stop reading your book. You walk downstairs and then you see all the dishes. You see all the laundry that needs to be folded and it just takes you out of your zone and you never get to go back to your space and cuddle up with your book. So to prevent all of that, just have a little snack in your space. Okay. <laughs> so another thing to consider when you're talking about the actual physical space I really want you to love it. As I mentioned before, have a couple pieces in that space that you enjoy um, and make sure that it's something that you really enjoy. Also, make sure that everything has a place in the room. You really want to keep this place clean and decluttered and you want to make sure that things are put away in its own special place. And a way that you can practice doing this is make sure you pick the area up. Like 10 minutes each day. So go in, go in the space and make sure that things are put away and tidy 10 minutes each day. And that way your room and your space will be clean. So the last piece when we want to consider the process and the importance of creating a calming space it's really the personal commitment that you're going to make to yourself in one, maintaining your space, two, enjoying your space, and three, really feeling that you deserve to be in your space. A main way that you can keep all of these things is to get accountability, and that may seem silly. But you can reach out to a friend and say, hey, I am making a space in my house and I am planning to go into this space to either read, to meditate, to relax, to watch Netflix, whatever you choose to do in your quiet space. You can let that friend know this is what I'm doing and I want you to check up on me maybe at the end of the month to see if I actually went into that space and did said activity. Because even though this is something that you are doing for yourself, accountability goes a long way. I mean, clearly you are eating right and working out for yourself at the end of the day. But a lot of times we need accountability for that. So even in You creating this space for yourself, you can get accountability for it. So in the ability to enjoy your space, 
I think it's a a deeper conversation to have about you feeling worthy enough to take time for yourself. A lot of times it's so easy to put others in front of us and their needs in front of ours because we feel that they deserve our time and we feel that we don't deserve our own time. And I really want to encourage you all to push back on that. If you find yourself always being at the tail end of your to-do list and you're only getting the last five minutes before you're so sleepy to be able to do anything that you enjoy, push back on that. Say, you know, I am worthy of my time. I am worthy to sit in my space and do nothing for five minutes. I'm worthy enough of my time to sit in my space and paint my nails for 20 minutes. Whatever you want to do, just know that you are worthy of your time. You deserve to sit in a nice, comfortable space and enjoy yourself for five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day. However much time you want to spend there, that's not the focus at this moment. I really want you all to just feel and know that you deserve to have a space of your own. Okay, so the end of my presentation, it just has some cute little photos and it reminds people that they are worth the cozy space. So I really, really loved creating this material and of course when I was presenting this material I was able to answer questions and really further engage in dialogue with the women during the presentation of course I can't do that right now over the podcast but I would love to continue this conversation with you so Feel free to reach out to me on Facebook Messenger or um, Instagram DM or Twitter and let me know some areas that you have struggled with when you're thinking about what's going on in your mind. Maybe you feeling that you have struggled. Maybe you're feeling that you've struggled with creating time for yourself and creating space for things that you enjoy in your life. So yeah, let's let's talk because I definitely want to engage you a little bit more with this topic. So if you want this PowerPoint to actually see the material that I covered, remember go to www.moniquetoussay.com backslash freebies and that's F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S And you can get this cute PowerPoint. So per usual, we are going to end this podcast with an affirmation and a scripture for the day. And the affirmation is I am worthy of my time. And the scripture for the day is (laughs) it's going to be Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And that's the scripture for the day because I was at my home church earlier. And we always read a lot of Psalms. And that was the Psalm that was on my mind this morning. 
at church. Okay. <laughs> so wherever you are, I encourage you all to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Okay. So next week, I am actually going to be continuing um, going over the material that I covered at the workshop this past weekend. And the workshop was the Rooted Women's Summit hosted by the Fayetteville Botanical Gardens. So next week, I'm going to be talking about setting financial goals. And I hope you all tune in and I will talk to you all later. Bye.